You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Is no credentials required covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to No Credentials Required. This podcast is brought to you by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. And as you heard in the intro, read masterfully by my buddy Mike Falvo, I'm your host, Ryan McCarthy. Before we get into this episode, I just want to remind you to like, share, and subscribe on all podcast platforms. Also, give us a rating on several podcast platforms, including including iTunes, Spreaker, and Podchaser. You can also subscribe on other podcast platforms such as Google Play and Spotify. Also, give our social media accounts a follow on Instagram and Twitter. It's at BellyUpNCR, Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR, and on YouTube, no credentials required. So let's get into this week's podcast. I had the opportunity to sit down and interview Malachi Jones, wide receiver of the Albany Empire. Also talked about this past week's game of the Albany Empire against the Jacksonville Sharks. I'm also going to give you guys a breakdown of what's going to happen in the month of July. It's a big month ahead. I have a lot of really cool things looking forward to doing on this podcast so without further ado let's go to the interview with malachi jones Hello, everyone. Welcome to No Credentials Required. This is podcast is brought to you by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. And currently I have on my phone 
uh, a familiar face to the Albany area, especially if you watch arena football. I have Malachi Jones, number seven on the roster, but number one in most of your hearts. So, Malachi, how are we doing tonight, today, guy? Doing great, man. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. So, let's do a flashback to August 11th, 2019, night of the Arena Bowl 32. Uh, a few months after that, the league sadly folded. Uh, what were your thoughts and emotions when you heard that the Arena Football League was forced to fold? Um, you know, I was extremely disheartened and disappointed just because uh, I really felt the league was going in the right direction. I mm-hmm. think uh, they, they finally had a lot of things in place that kind of hindered the league in years prior to kind of just get the league back going to where it was in previous years. Um, you know, I was super excited, too, because we were supposed to be adding teams. And like I said, man, it was uh, it was supposed to be a great time. And unfortunately, you know, we had to close that chapter um, when they when they announced that it was folding. So, um, yeah, man, you know, you never want to see something like that go away just because, you know, the AFL, in my opinion, has been some of the best times I've had professionally. Um, yeah. You know, the experiences that I've had in Albany, um, you know, I wouldn't trade for the world. And I was actually even contemplating just, you know, retiring in Albany, just playing until, you know, my body elected to give out. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, that's how much the, the game and the community meant to me up there and, and how much I appreciated is everything that the owners and the league and the community itself was able to give to um, to the Albany Empire, man. So, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was too bad the league folded. I was, I was getting, I was, I was uh, sitting to graduate college a few months after I, the league, after that night, and you know I was hoping to start covering it full time, but unfortunately the league folded, and you know a lot of, I know some of the, a lot of the players kind of went their separate ways. Some went to other leagues. Some straight up retired. You now I, I saw, I noticed that you had, uh, you were in the XFL draft, and you were selected by the Seattle Dragons, but. Um, but I didn't see you play. Is there a reason why you declined to go to the XFL, or was it just what kind of reasons? What were those reasons? Yeah, just um, it had nothing to do with the XFL. You know, I thought they had a great league, and obviously I, they had a great product. I mean, from the games that they were able to play, um, you know, it was a great product. You know, a lot of guys that I know that ended up playing in the league uh, really enjoyed themselves. Uh, but for me, it was. You know, just coming off of the AFL folding, you know, I, I wanted to play in a league that I knew was already established. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm not knocking the XFL in any way, shape, or form. But, um, you know, obviously they were they were doing a reboot, and having already played in the Alliance League and seeing, you know, the route we ended up having to take, you know, folding towards the end of the regular season. Yeah. I just told my I just told myself, you know, I can't keep playing in leagues that, you know, either fold or could potentially fold. You know, I, I wanted to play in a league that was very stable and, you know, the Canadian football league's been around for uh, decades, you know, and ultimately, you know, I, I also thought it would be a nice transition with the high motion that they have playing yep. receiver, mm-hmm. kinda just going straight from arena into that Canadian football. Um, you know, style of play. And then also, you know, I, Montreal had my rights. So, you know, I was staying on the East Coast, um, you know, very close to Albany. So, you know, it was always 
nice to have, uh, you know, people who want to possibly come see me play. They can easily make uh, a quick trip across the border. Yep. I can easily come back and still be, you know, involved and things like that, man. So, you know, at the end of the day, it just was a decision I felt that was best for myself and my family, um, you know, to, to pass on the XFL and then take the CFL route. Now we have a mutual we have a mutual friend up in Montreal named Tim Capper. He uh, runs ArenaFan.com. Did he did he put in a word with Montreal with the uh, Montreal Alouettes management about you? <laughs> I'm sure if it if if it was he heard that I was potentially signing one night, I'm sure he did everything he could. Man, Tim is great people. You know, yeah. I'm looking forward to actually working with him in Montreal. Um, you know, when I had the chance to go up there, man. But no, yeah, Tim Tim's awesome. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan, too. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right, so 2020 comes around. You sign with Montreal, and then the pandemic hits. And it basically essentially wipes out the entire 2020 season. What did you do to keep yourself or keep yourself in, in, in shape in case there was a season? Yeah, so I, uh, my family's been blessed enough, um, you know, to have outlets to go to when everything was kind of shut down. So my brother had a home gym. You know, he was a six-year NFL vet. So, you know, we, I worked out with my brother because he was a free agent trying to get back on team. And then we had a we had a speed and strength coach out here in Milton, Georgia, uh, under Sean Van Horse, that, you know, myself and, and my brother TJ would, would work out with. And, you know, we, we made sure that we were properly social distancing and, and all that good stuff, man. But, mm-hmm. you know, that was the way we were able to stay in shape, man. You know, like I said, we were very fortunate to have an outlet because I know a lot of guys, um, you know, they couldn't go to their facility. You know, they had to really find other ways to stay in shape, man. So, um, but yeah, no, we we, we had the uh, the home uh, gym in the basement, so we we work out there. You know, six o'clock, six thirty in the morning, and then, and then we we're on the field by eight o'clock to do footwork and, and receiver drills. So okay, no. Now, did you, did you get a chance to work with some of the receivers before if there was going to be a season in 2021? Did you get a chance to actually get to work out with uh, some of the Alouettes receivers and uh, also with Vernon, for the quarterback Vernon Adams Jr.? Uh, he's an emerging star in the league. Did you get, ever get a chance to work out with them? Yeah, so I actually had two opportunities. Um, in March of 2020, uh, Vernon flew, or Vernon Howe's, uh, a bunch of the receivers in Montreal, so I actually had a chance to go to the facility, um, you know, check out the locker room, check out some of the places that we can practice, uh, met some front office staff personnel, uh, and this was like literally days before Canada shut down. It was, it was actually crazy. Yeah, it was crazy how close everything came. Yeah. Um, so like I said, we were up there uh, once in early March, and yep. not too long after that, you know, everything started to shut down, so... But yeah, no, we had a chance to go, and I had a chance to meet him and the rest of the guys, and, you know, it's an awesome group of guys, and I was actually looking really forward to playing with them, man, just because, uh, like I said, they're great athletes, but they're even better people, you know, so, and then, um, we, I actually flew out to Seattle, um, in April, Vernon flew everybody out and housed everybody again in Seattle, which is where he lives, and, you know, we had, like, a three-day mini camp out there. They had a chance to run around a little bit and, um, like you said, just build team chemistry and all that good stuff. Okay. Okay. 
All right. So 2021 comes around. The CFL season is still up in the air, even with case levels, corona, uh, coronavirus case levels dropping. Was part of the reason why you came back to the Empire because of the uncertainty of, of, of the CFL not having a season? No. So what ultimately, ultimately led to my decision um, to come back to the Empire. So during my time in when they canceled our season last year, you know, it kind of left me in a position to where, you know, unfortunately the league did not give any of the rookies any type of money. Um, there wasn't a stipend. There wasn't really anything. It was just kind of like, you know, unfortunately this is the hand that we were dealt. And, you know, obviously we had to find ways to generate income. So mm-hmm. what I started to do, um, I started delivering groceries with, with ship delivery. And then I started doing, doing Uber Eats and DoorDash and, like I said, that was, you know, it, it it was okay for the time being. Like, I was making decent money, but then, and then the uh, the market got a little saturated when a lot of people started losing their jobs on top of, you know, the millions that had already lost their jobs. So, uh, actually, I had to find a different, a different way to get more money in just because, you know, I had just got a new car, so I had a car payment. You know, I obviously had bills on my own, and, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to spend... All the money I've made playing football, the money I've saved playing football, I didn't want to spend like a good amount of it just, um, you know, not doing anything because of quarantining and all that good stuff. So uh, I actually applied uh, for a job at Lululemon, and by the good grace of God, I got it. So, yeah, man, so I've been working there for over, once that last, like nine months, and um you know, it actually has turned and blossomed into something that I could never imagine. You know, I, I really thought it was just going to be one of those, I'm going to work here part-time, uh, you know, get some money, and then as soon as the season comes, I'm out. But I actually ended up falling in love with just everything that the company represents. I fell in love with the atmosphere that, you know, I have a chance to work in. My coworkers are awesome. My superiors are awesome. And it kind of just led to more possibilities, more responsibility and things like that. You know, I had an opportunity to co-host a community event. Uh, we had Aaron Murray come in and, and hang out with a bunch of our guests, and it actually yep. generated a lot of uh, generated a lot of revenue. And it did exactly what we were hoping to do. And you know, kind of from that point on, you know, my superiors have told me that hey, we would love for you to be more involved. We, you know, saying they want to give me more responsibility, but obviously I have to be committed to the store if I want those elevated opportunity so I really had to sit down and think to myself like hey what's the best route for me at the time being now um, for those who don't know you know a lot of players if not all players in the CFL had to take a uh, salary cut due to COVID and and unfortunately you know for rookies you know we make now a lot of money just because of the tax being taxed in both Canada and the United States Mm -hmm. and then the exchange rate so you know, you, you take home a, a decent amount, you know, when it's a non-COVID year. But with COVID, you know, we, we took a pay cut. And then on top of everything else, I get taken out of the check. I really had to sit down and say to myself, like, where am I going to be further along in two years of playing in the Canadian Football League or two years of continuing growth and progression with Lululemon? Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I really had to have a heart-to-heart with myself and, and really – you know, for once, think about life after football, and, um, you know, I like it to go with the job stability, man. You know, I, I think, you know, Lululemon's an awesome corporation to work for. It's an awesome um, company.
company. They, they really do take care of their employees. And, you know, I've already sat down with some of my superiors. We already figured out a developmental plan to kind of get me to where I want to go and kind of get me in those positions of more responsibility and, and things like that, man. So, you know, at the end of the day, I, I really just had to go with making sure that I was going to be financially stable and I'm going to be in a good position, um, you know, within the next six months to a year. And I know Google is going to present that opportunity for me. So with, with making that decision to, you know, retire from the CFL, um, I still wanted to play football. Mm-hmm. And the company understood that, you know. My uh, store manager, Alyssa Reynolds, has been nothing but awesome. She has supported, along with uh, the rest of my coworkers, all of my football endeavors. Like, they were so excited to catch a game in Canada and just watch me go out there and have fun and do my thing. So when I told them, I was like, hey, I'm going to retire, but I still want to get this itch of football out before I ultimately, like, say goodbye to the game. Because I know, you know, if I could do both, if I could play in the CFL and do the work that I want to do at Lululemon, I would 100% do it, but the time requirements for each, it just doesn't allow it. It's not compatible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't expect I can't expect to move up within a company if I'm gone six months out of the year, let alone out of the country six months out of the year. Right. Um, and that's just, like I said, that's just one of those heart-to-hearts and one of those conversations I really just had to, had to have with myself and understand that, hey, you know, we always, there's a, there's a day we're going to have to walk away from the game. And unfortunately, I, you know, that day came a little bit sooner than I anticipated. But, but yeah, so they, like I said, they completely understood I still wanted to play football at least one more time. And then with the schedule the way it was in the NAL, with only having so much, you know, time and so many games left in the season, mm-hmm. um, as, opposed, as opposed to being on six months now, I'm only going to be gone about a month and a half. And that's something that they absolutely supported. Yep. Uh, they were actually watching the game last week. So, uh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, uh, like I said, I wanted, if I was going to have to say goodbye to the game, I want to be in a place that I know that I'm loved and appreciated. And, and you know, Albany is definitely that place for me. And then obviously having guys like Tom and Grady, Darius Prince, and amongst others, and just to be up there and just, like I said, kind of like go out and have a last ride with, um, also made it more inviting to come back. Yeah, and obviously as a, somebody who's covered the Empire uh, with both uh, Arena Fan and now Belly Up Sports, yeah, we're, we're happy to see you back in the field. So, last question. Actually, last question and one follow-up question after that. Uh, fast forward to last Saturday in Jacksonville. You're on the first. You're, you're in the football field for the first time in almost two years. Could you give the listener an idea of what you were going through that day? myself if I, whenever I got the opportunity to get back on the field, I was going to be extremely thankful. Um, you know, but I was definitely nervous just because it had, been, it had been a little bit since the last time I played, but, you know, I was really just trying to soak it all in and just be super appreciative of the fact that I get the chance to play football again after being away from the game so long. And, um, you know, obviously I... I you know, I'm always hard on myself, but I was a little rusty. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not playing in a live action for a year and a half, almost two years. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, can, you can tell. But, you know, I felt like once I got going, I was good. You know, I was just kind of getting back to what I've always been accustomed to doing uh, on the arena football field. And then, obviously, you know, I got cut short with the, uh, you know, quick little in- injury there in the fourth quarter. But, you know, ultimately, man, you know, 
know, like you said, it was, it was a normal game day, but I think, you know, looking back on it, it it's just one of those, I just remember just like taking it all in and just soaking it, the experience up. I mean, literally just getting back on the turf and running routes, you know, it just, it brought back so many memories and, you know, I, I truly am uh, one with myself, just enjoying myself whenever I'm on a football field and to literally just kind of get back into it and, like I said, just run around again. It was good. Like, obviously, like, I had to get hit one time, but I kind of for it to all come back. You know, now I was just waiting to tackle, you know, but like I said, once I got going, like, everything was good and I was just sad to see it get cut a little short towards the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, how is how is your knee, by the way? Is it uh, are you gonna are we gonna be able to play the rest of the season, or will we see you in Albany, or is it uh, or or is it, uh, you know just is it day to day? Are you day to day? How are you feeling, by the way? Yeah, no, I'm great. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm not technically allowed to disclose information, medical information. No, uh, yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I'm fine. I'm walking around. I am uh, I am way better than I was on Saturday. Um, but yes, by all means, just, you know, for everybody to know, I am completely, I'm good. You know, obviously I'm going to take this time during the bye week to make sure that I'm ready to go on the 17th. But, um, no, by all means, like I said, nothing, nothing crazy happened. Um, you know, it was definitely scary in the moment, but, you know, thank God that ended up being nothing serious. Like I said, I'm walking around, um, doing normal things. Like I said, I'm just trying to take it easy and make sure that, um, yeah, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw the announcement today made by the Empire. They're allowing full capacity at the Times Union Center. So, what can you, what, how can you encourage Albany Empire? Whether somebody's been an Albany Empire fan since the beginning, or if they're a new fan, they want to get out to, to the Times Union Center to see a game. Uh, what's your biggest encouragement to to the to the, the casual fan, the hardcore fan? You know, we've all been inside for the last year and a half, two years. Yep. You know, and I cannot express to you how good it felt just to, even though we're in Jacksonville, like the fact that I was interacting and having conversations with fans, it was just nice to be out and kind of be back in that environment, even if it was under certain restrictions. Yep. But with it being full capacity, man, I am I am shouting out to all the Empire fans, all potential fans, everybody who's trying to figure out whether or not um, to come out. Like I said, please come out. If you're you know if you're comfortable. Uh, what I will say about the whole situation is, if you do like to come out, it's going to be a great time. You know, obviously the the, the TU doing a great job, just making sure that everything's sanitary. You know, everybody's doing their part to make sure it's a clean, safe environment for everybody to come and enjoy themselves. But yeah, man, I just think it'll be a great opportunity to just get out the house, enjoy some football. I know Albany loves their arena football, man. So yeah. Like I say, and encouraging everybody, like I said, un- under safe circumstance, of course, depending upon your preference, to uh, to please come out to the game and, and come check it out. Like you said, when one of the biggest things I've always enjoyed about Albany is the fan support. I mean, literally 10,000, we average 10,000 a game between 18 and 19. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better environment to play in. Um, like you said, this game doesn't work without the fans. So... Well, Albany, Albany Arena, uh, Arena football fans, you heard the man. Get out there and support your empire. Malachi Jones, you are a gentleman, and I appreciate your time. 
to spend with us on No Credentials Required. Best of luck to you with the, in the rest of the season, and we'll see you next time you're up here. No, I appreciate it, man, and uh, looking forward to seeing you again. And uh, like I said, thank you so much for having me on the show, and uh, take care. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate your time. Hello, dear listener. Before the episode resumes, I wanted to tell you about one of our sponsors here at Godzilla Media, and that is Mohawk Honda. You've traded in your vehicle. Now what? Sure, every dealer wants your trade-in right now. There is a shortage of inventory in the market, so you trade it in and get money in your hands. Now what? They don't have anything for you to buy. At Mohawk Honda, not only will they give you top dollar for your trade-in, but they have acres and acres of inventory for you to choose from. They're the largest inventory of vehicles in the region, and that means you can choose the one that's right for you. Sure, some of their dealers talk about their values, but at Mohawk Honda, they would rather show you there. Value in selection, but most importantly, value in how you're treated at Mohawk Honda. Don't feel pressured into buying something from another dealer because that's the best they can do for you. Come to Mohawk Honda and buy the vehicle that you deserve. Their vast selection of certified pre-owned vehicles is guaranteed to fit your needs and your lifestyle, not the other way around. I can tell you from personal experience that this is so true. As last spring before the shutdown, I was helped out by Evan, one of their awesome sales team members, and he helped me pick out my certified pre-owned 2016 HRV that was the right price for me. This summer, selection is king, and no one has more to choose from than Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. And tell them that Ryan McCarthy from the No Credentials Required podcast sent you. And welcome back to No Credentials Required. Again, I want to thank Malachi Jones, wide receiver for the Albany Empire, for being my guest on this week's show. Great interview, even better guy, on and off the field. Let's get into this past week's Albany Empire game uh, when they traveled to Jacksonville to take on the Sharks. And I had a feeling that this is going to be a tough game for the Empire, and and by all means, it turned out to be that way. Uh, They wound up losing the game 61-58. to Jacksonville had a huge fourth quarter. Their defense came through in in the stretch during the, down the stretch with more plays. More they forced fumbles. They forced a turnover. Forced a couple of uh, of of outs. Um, we the Empire had some mistakes to clean up, especially in the fourth quarter. This week. so they got two weeks to think about it. They got two a two week by stretch. They don't play any games until July 17th. And as Malachi Jones stated in their interview, Albany, get your butts in the seats at Times Union Center because now it's full capacity. It's full capacity. There's no COVID tests required. There's no proof of vaccination required. If you are not vaccinated, you are required to wear masks and masks are required in in the concourse area. But all in all, it's full capacity. So I expect a full house on July 17th when the Empire returned to action against the Jersey flight. But let's talk about this game. Uh, let's talk about this game a little bit. And the Empire came, went out to a 14-10 to 10 lead. Jacksonville, they had the better second in the better fourth quarter. Uh, Jacksonville outscored the, the Empire 24-13 in the second quarter and 26-15 in the fourth quarter. Jacksonville got some lucky... I don't want to say lucky bounces. They got some breaks. Uh, one of those breaks was towards the end of the second quarter when, on a kickoff, the uh, Empire thought the the Sharks were going were gonna to kick it short, going to try to kick it short, do an onside kick. The kicker, Brennan Bear, kicked it deep, and there was nobody back for the Empire. There was absolutely nobody back for the Empire. The ball bounces on top of the wall and is recovered uh, by the Sharks for a touchdown. And the Sharks go up 34-27 at the half. Now, 
Empire had control in the third quarter. Uh, they only allowed. They only had a. They only, the only points the Sharks scored was on a safety, and Albany had some had some big plays. Uh, they continued their big play ways on defense. They picked off quarterback Danny Southwick. Yeah, Empire. Yeah, Albany. Uh, Arena arena football fans, Danny Southwick is still playing arena football <laughs> in Jacksonville. Uh, I guess they, I guess they uh, picked up the veteran quarterback after their starting quarterback from last year, Mike Foffel, went down with an injury in week one, and they needed some help at quarterback. So Danny Southwick was available, and he went up starting this game. Uh, Southwick, Southwick threw five touchdowns through two interceptions. The Empire forced two interceptions. They sacked Southwick once. Uh, however, in the final frame, Jacksonville got some stops. They got a turnover when Darius Prince tried to stretch for a touchdown and had a forced fumble. Jacksonville went on a bit of a run and they had they outscored the Empire 26 to 15 in the in the final quarter and that's how the game ended. That's how the game ended. The Empire had a chance to close out the game several times. They had several chances to try to close things out. Again, Jacksonville's team, Jacksonville was 0 2, but they're the defending champs. They're the defending champs in the national in the National Arena League for a reason, and their defense was a big reason why their defense came to play. And Tommy Grady had a had an interception, uh, and Darius Prince had that fumble that I think might have cost the Empire the game. It was a uh, it was a struggle for the Empire. It was a tight game. It was a better game than it was a tighter game than probably most expected, considering Jacksonville was zero and two and had played pretty pretty poorly the week before in Columbus when they were absolutely shellacked uh, by the by the Lions so I expect, expected if the if the Empire were going to lose at least one game this year, this was going to be it. It was going to be to the to the, to Jacksonville again. They're defending champs. This will be this will be the only time the Sharks and the Empire will play each other this year, unless the unless they're in the playoffs against each other. So we'll see what happens the rest of the season. Albany has at home against Jersey on July seventeenth. Then they're at Columbus the next week on the twenty fourth, and then they have a home the home finale against Orlando on July 31st and then we have the playoffs so let's see what happens the rest of the season and maybe these two will see each other maybe these two teams will see each other again in the in, in the playoffs before we end this podcast episode I want to address some things that's coming on the pike during the month of July this is going to be a huge month of July for no credentials required and it's going to start out the week of July 5th I managed to get to the opportunity to book Brittany Wagner from Last Chance U. If you remember the first two seasons of Last Chance U, she was the dynamite academic advisor for the East Mississippi Community College Lions football team. Probably the most one of the most memorable characters on, on the show for those two seasons because she, you, you saw she gave a damn about the students. She wanted to see this succeed. They, she wanted to see them go to the Division One. And not only that, but she also wanted them to get a good education. Uh, she's got a new book coming out on September 7th called Next Chance U, Y-O-U. And we're going to talk about that next week. We're going to talk about her time at EMCC. We're going to talk about her time uh, as, a, as, an, as an academic advisor. Talk about her career. Talk about the book. And I'm looking forward to having the opportunity to interview Brittany Wagner. The week of July 12th, we have another another interview with uh, my buddy Jeff Levac, formerly of 104.5 
the team ESPN Radio in Albany. He now works at Tech East Fire Water Restoration as their media relations director. He's also doing some some stuff with Godzilla Media. So I figure we'll have a chance to talk about his involvement with Tech East Fire. We'll talk some Empire football. We'll talk some other local sports here in Albany. And we'll get things rolling on that. On the week of July 19th, I'm going to have the chance to interview my friend George Manius, formerly of the Albany Empire when they played in the Arena Football League, and now he is currently the CEO of the National Arena League Albany Firewolves. They'll start play for the International Lacrosse League in December. We're going to talk about some of his time with uh, the, the Empire and also talk about what he's doing with the Firewolves and what they're doing in the community right now. Some of their players are doing some camps. There's some lacrosse camps around the area. We're going to talk about that a little bit more and I was going to talk about what we're looking forward to when the Firewolves face off in December. And then my final guest in July is the return of my friend Rod Peterson. He had an interview back in March. We talked about his career, his life as a broadcaster, his life as a recovery coach. He just became certified, so congratulations there, Rod. But we're going to talk again. We're going to talk about, I think we're going to talk about the CFL season. We're going to do a little preview of the CFL season because the CFL's back. I'm a big, I'm a big football fan overall. But I, do, I certainly do have a there's a certain special place in my heart with for the Canadian Football League. I've been to Canada a bunch of times and been to a couple of games. And, you know, I'm having a chance to talk to Rod in the province of Saskatchewan. It's a huge football province. So he's going to talk, we're going to talk about the Rough Riders. We're going to talk about the CFL season. And we're also going to address some mental health stuff as well. It's a big part of, of, uh, of our overall health. And he's very passionate about that. So we're going to talk to about that a little bit as well. Let's talk about his uh, his his uh, his time as a recovery coach. All right, so that's going to do it for this week's edition of No Credentials Required. This was episode thirty-three. We'll have more, much more coming up ahead. Very excited for the month of July. I hope you are too. There is no episode this week on the YouTube side, but if you would not mind going over to our YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button for no credentials required and also hit the notification bell. You'll be notified of when the new episodes come up. You can also follow us on social media. The show's Twitter and Instagram accounts are at BellyUpNCR. You can also follow on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR. And again, YouTube, just search no credentials required. I would also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, and review also on the following platforms, iTunes and Podchaser, also on Spreaker. You can also subscribe to the podcast on other podcast platforms such as Spotify and Google Play. And once again, I want to thank you for listening to No Credentials Required. We are powered by Belly Up Sports and in association with Godzilla Media. I've been your host, Ryan McCarthy, and until next time, we'll see you later. Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.